0: under 100
1: folks welcome back to the keep it under 100 podcast one of your co-hosts is here the other one is apparently dead somewhere roaming about in florida for a wedding so joining me today ryan phillips is back ryan what's going on
0: same old ready for the weekend one more day we got some good football tonight true big uh finally finally
1: maybe the only good Thursday night game of the year. So far. Ravens. Uh,
0: it's Ravens-Bengals. Ravens-Bengals. A little AFC was it West.
1: AFC North. North, North yeah. shootout. Yeah. So
0: AJ, I texted
1: AJ about 1 o'clock, and he was getting ready. He was going to call. He's on vacation. I mean, he's down in Florida for a wedding. But he was prepared to call in for the show today. Apparently not. I texted him about one o'clock and said, "What's your plan today? You know, are you gonna be able to come on the pod?" His response was interesting, but what I would expect from vacation, he said, "That should work as long as I don't black out." I said, "Oh God!" Texted him back about a half hour ago, and I said, "Are you alive?" Negative.
0: The latter happened apparently.
1: Yeah. Uh, so he is he is balls deep in some gummies or some whiskey or who knows what six o'clock on a Thursday. I love it. Mm -hmm. I think he's playing some golf when he's down there. So we'll have to get some, uh, some feedback from him, but we'll start with state of the game. So, uh, AJ and I played the reverse Rackham outing last week. It was the second year. They've done that put on by the first of Detroit. Um, November really scares a lot of people off because it was not full and we played like pretty quick actually. And the weather was perfect.
0: I say we're getting lucky with weather this year. Even the outings we usually do—I mean, we played the No Pin Open in snow last year.
1: Right. Well, it, we played in snow and a little bit of sleet at this reverse yeah, rack outing last year. So yeah. it was me and Rock last year, and we saw a couple of guys that also did it last year. And they're like, "Yeah, that, I mean, this weather is 180 degree yeah. difference." And yeah. I was like, yeah. "I was so surprised that
0: it wasn't fuller." Sometimes I wish. Like, the outings that are like that, like the no-pin, for example, like, I wish it was bad weather because pl- you play, if the course is open, you go out.
1: Yeah, but I don't know if something that big that's been advertised and they've been doing it for that was the ninth year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I don't know if you get enough teams drop out to make it actually play fast.
0: Uh, yeah. I don't. I mean, I, the pace of play, I think, in that outing is slow to begin with, so it really wouldn't matter. And it's eight-some. So. Yeah, the eight-some, this was the first year for that. I actually enjoyed that. It, yeah, it didn't feel like we were waiting on tee boxes, which was nice. Like you're yeah. waiting on the when like, you when you finish
1: the hole. The holes took longer, but when you finish the hole, you just went to the next hole, which makes it seem like shot. it's quicker. Like right. you were know,
0: looking at a, looking at a clock. It didn't feel like it took right. There six wasn't and a half many hours. times
1: where you're like just sitting in the car, yeah. wait, like waiting for yep. the group in front of you. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ and I played okay. We got off to a really slow start. Uh, we were. I think we were plus one through ten. Ended up shooting minus three, which when when we left, not all the scores were in, but we were like in a tie for like fifth. It's not but bad. The best score out there was ten under. So oh, somebody yeah. was somebody was doing work. Someone was making putts. And uh, I wouldn't even say putting was our problem because we finally started making some putts. We just couldn't hit anything close. Like like, I feel most amateurs in golf outings, like, 50 to 70 yard shots were just yeah. the bane of our existence. Yep, that's like, how it always is. Like, we missed the green twice from inside 100, <laughs> Um, and we, we just weren't hitting anything close. It was like, it didn't help either that in this reverse, so reverse Rackham, if you don't know what, what the hell we're talking about, so Rackham is a, at least the front nine is a traditional Donald Ross design where...
0: No, the back nine.
1: The back nine is the traditional yeah. Donald Ross. The front nine got kind of cut in half by six ninety six, but for the most part, it's a full Donald Ross design where the greens are a little bit perched up to be protected, and most of them slope back, back to front. front. Yeah. So when they do this weird outing where they do this reverse routing, where you're coming into these holes sideways and backwards, it's not just reverse. Like you're not going from eight. You're not playing like eighteen. No, it is not exactly in reverse. Like like how you would picture like the loop. Mm -hmm. At Forest Dunes, it's not like that. It's kind of all over the place.
0: Yeah, I think that's sweet. I love that. It
1: is cool. For the most part, it is, though, like like the 12th hole, you're going to the 6th green, or the 11th hole, you're going to the 7th green, like that kind of thing. For the most part, it is the same. Uh, What what was the quirkiest hole? The weirdest hole is... uh, Maybe not the weirdest hole, but the weirdest second shot is... So the, is what, like I was telling AJ last week, it was the best flop shot I've ever hit in my life on, so you play the zoo hole, so you play the 15 you're teeing off from just next to the 15th green at Rackham, which like is the, against like, the fence along the zoo. Oh, almost
0: like the practice tee? Yeah, and you're oh, te- God.
1: it's not that far back though, it's like right next yeah. to the green. And you're teeing off back at the par 5 14th green. Okay. And the 14th green is one of the more severely sloped yeah. greens. So when you're coming into it, it's, it's literally to right it, Well, it's right to left when, when you're playing into it from yeah. that angle. Last year, it was a front right pin. For you guys or for the actual hole? For both. It was a back right pin for the actual hole, okay. front right okay. pin for, for, your, for us. Okay. And you had nowhere to land it. And I hit like the best flop shot of my life to like three feet. This year, it was front left for a traditional hole. And back exactly. left for us, but because of that slope,
0: yeah, you almost had to land it. You had to land right. it
1: perfectly; otherwise, you were putting from the wrong. Was it
0: the same routing as last
1: year? Did they change that up? There was a couple holes that were a little bit different, but okay. the the ones that I remember distinctly from last year were the same. But was this the second year of them doing it, or was the second year just just second- the second year overall? It's the first tee of Detroit that puts it on, so it's a charity outing. So it just started last year. T- yeah. Oh, okay. So I think the turnout last year was actually better, and the weather was way worse. But I mean, they had—I don't know—maybe 20 teams, 22-ish oh, teams. Um, but we just couldn't hit wedges, and the we didn't make many 20 footers until we got through like the first 10 holes. So a little disappointing there, but we'll we'll nice. definitely give it another shot, and maybe we can get a couple teams in it next year. And. Yeah, it'd be fun. Do you guys play as foursomes or twosomes? It's a foursome. foursome. So we got paired up with another group. And cool. We ended up beating them. They were beating us after, like... Ten holes? They were beating us after, like, the... They were beating us after ten holes, but at one point, I think they were, like, three strokes up on us, because they made a couple long birdie putts, like, in the middle of the round. And then we birdied our last two holes, and they went par bogey. And we ended up passing them by one on the last hole. But either way, it was fun. Um... Before we move on, uh, speaking of state of the game, this episode is brought to you by Magic Mind. So I'm, you know that I'm a big coffee guy. Who isn't? We're both big energy drink guys before a round of golf. Um, And we stumbled across some ads for for Magic Mind, which is basically just a nootropic shot. And I was interested to see how it would affect people like us that that already do caffeine and stuff like that. AJ, I'm curious to see what AJ thinks too. He'll be back next week to give us his thoughts, but he doesn't traditionally do caffeine. So that's a whole different that's, conversation for him. Not human. But at least for me, I like that extra jolt, that extra bit of focus, that extra bit of energy going into a golf round. And if you're anything like me, you're always looking for some kind of edge to beat your asshole friends. Um, so far, you know we've we've been on the program for I don't know maybe a, almost a month now, and it's exactly what I look for. Like when I'm going to take an energy drink or when I'm drinking coffee every morning, outside of just habit, like that it's exactly what I'm looking for. Um, you get that that jolt, that burst of energy, that extra focus, and you get it without the occasional jitters that yeah, you get from an energy drink from all the crap that's in it. That's where I get scared of energy drinks for golf. Right. Because- so, I mean, this, this is an all natural product. It's got great stuff in there like matcha and ashwagandha to, to maintain that energy and focus and, uh, productivity, uh, not just for recording a podcast or playing around a golf, but for, for most of your day. So what really do you have to lose besides maybe a few less golf balls in your, uh, in, in your, golf That'd round? That'd be nice. So we're going to have to get you to try it as well and get your I'm thoughts, um, Check them out at check. Check our site out at uh, magicmind.com backslash keep it under, and use our code keep it twenty for twenty percent off your order, or you can combine that with their some of their subscription offers going on right now, and you can get over fifty percent off of a subscription for yourself. Uh, we just started on this stuff, and I can already tell the difference. Um, we're gonna get Ryan on it soon. We'll get AJ's thoughts next week. Uh, we'll have the link in the bio when we drop the episode, or you know, just on our Instagram page at one hundred underscore keep it under. That's magic mind. Check it out. Try to kick the caffeine. I don't know if I could ever truly kick caffeine, but it's tough. It's not fun either. Plus, I just like the taste of coffee, yeah. so I, you I drink don't really have decaf. Any, yeah, I don't, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd sound, not. That doesn't sound fun. Uh, moving on to professional golf this week, so. Couple of different outcomes that were just really interesting in this weird in-between period where yeah most people don't watch golf. It's yeah. really just the extreme sickos, and there's really a lot going on right now with football and everything. So it's golf has
0: anyway. taking a backseat for me.
1: Right. So the Butterfield Bermuda Championship. The who? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Camila Vijagas wins. Uh, he I believe he is 47, and he was only. About a week or two weeks away from basically having to go to Q school in in the off season to get his card. And Now he has his card locked up through the end of uh, I believe twenty
0: twenty five. Should about time for the senior, the champions, Jordan. Yeah,
1: just to put his because I mean obviously he was a really good player back in the uh, late late two thousands, early twenty tens. Um. Most people recently actually know him because of like just the tragedy with his daughter. I think she was twenty two months old and yeah. died of cancer. Along with him just not really playing well for a long time. So to to see him come back is great. To put his kind of career in perspective, his last victory, this was from the fried egg, was seven days after Rory's last major win.
0: There's a lot going on there.
1: Yeah. I mean Rory's I last major win is going on. Fourteen? 2014, so he'll be going on 10, ten, ten full seasons Jeez. without winning. So that's that's how far away th- the last time Camilo Vujicic won. So um, I didn't watch a ton of it. I watched a little bit of on the back nine, but the Lions were on, and it was a 425 game. So it was a good game too. That's where the, that's where the focus is. Uh, Adam Scott was fifth. Um, not much else to say about the Butterfield. The uh, there was a board meeting last week, uh, and an announcement that went out to the PGA Tour players from Jay Monahan. And there's a lot in this, but the gist of it is, is um, they're work. They're still working toward a definitive agreement with PIF and the DP World Tour as their priority, um, but they're also going to start offering. It doesn't really say how or when. But they're going to start offering, due to these uh, independent investors and stuff, they're going to start offering equity stake to uh, grant its players' members direct equity stake in ownership of the league's business as they move away from the nonprofit status. So a lot to come on that. It's not a ton of information. It's kind of a just recent from that board meeting. Um, And then on top of that, Rory... (coughs) Sorry, uh, Rory stepped down as the uh, uh, from the Player Advisory Council that he's been on for a couple of years. He's not even done with his term yet, actually. So someone else is going to be stepping in for the next year and so the end of calendar twenty four was when Rory's actual stint was supposed to be up. So someone else is going to be stepping in. They uh, someone asked Rom about it in an interview, and he's he's like. You're not going to see me up there. There's there's no chance. Seven hour meetings. That's not why I'm. That's not what I'm here for. So, we'll see who steps in. Until until then, I think uh, Charlie Hoffman and Patrick Cantley are going to have to have to sounds like take a, care of business. Sounds like a boring ass meeting. Well, what's funny is after it, the news came out, like very close to or very close after uh, an uh, interview from the Irish Independent came out. So it's this thing, it looks like, I think last year they did an interview with him too, but it's kind of a dual interview with Rory and Shane Lowry with the Irish Independent. He interviewed them both at separate times, but then kind of intertwined yeah. the answers to the questions in his article. And there was a bunch of good stuff in the article to talk about like Rory's view on you know what happens with all this investment stuff and everything. But the highlight and the thing that everybody's going to use for clickbait is... Rory's quote talking about the, the situation with Cantley at the oh, Ryder man. Cup. And the, my favorite quote was, uh, LaCava used to be a nice guy when he was with Tiger. Now he works for that dick and turned into an asshole. <laughs> so and it, it, he had another quote, something like, my relationship with Patrick Cantley is like average at best. So it's just kind of funny that that came out, that interview came out, and then within a couple of days, Rory steps down from the Player Advisory Council where he would have had to have been at a board meeting with Patrick mm. Cantley. you conspiracy theorying this? It's not, I don't think it's... It's not like I think Rory's afraid of Cantley or anything. I just think it's funny that if he had to be at a board meeting with this guy a couple days later, does it's that interview like, nah, still happen? No, nah, I'm good. So I saw a couple tweets. It was like, Rory steps down like... Just give him his major win in 2024 now like without him having to deal with all this extra bullshit. Um,
0: Give him the green jacket now.
1: But you could also say that maybe he's just kind of unhappy with the direction that it's going and he's just sick of fighting about it. Um, Frank Nabilo had a great quote kind of talking about the situation where he was like, golf is in a weird space right now because the players are so overpaid – compared to the popularity of the sport so he's like worldwide if you look at popularity and like tv viewing and stuff like that volleyball is actually a much more popular sport than golf but um i was listening to the shotgun start a couple days ago and uh andy johnson from the fried egg made a good point he was like there's a little wrinkle to that though because regardless of the the viewership the the people in the demographic that are interested in golf and interested in watching golf are traditionally rich, powerful yeah. people. So that's like, they get the money involved. But some of this too is the tipping of the scales of this latest TV deal and the involvement of the PIF and this just absurd money. It's just, it's scary to think what might happen if at some point like the you know the buck stops or whatever, and you you get to a point where investors realize that they're not getting their money yeah in this, and that money starts to dry up. Like, what happens if all of a sudden instead of playing for twenty million dollar purses, they're paying playing for two million dollar purses again? You get a lot less. It's it's not so much the guys now that it matters; they're still going to get paid, but it affects future generations, yeah. people that you can get involved in the game athletes that might not go into golf otherwise yeah. because of the, the the lucrative nature of it um it's just weird to think about if when if for 2 seconds some of these guys would just think past their own not even greed it's just it's some self-realization about what the sport actually is and yeah, like it's not just about how, money it's not just about money but like they taught they say these words grow the game all the time and if they actually used some of these gigantic sums of money to do something else besides funnel money to the players, they could do some actual good yeah. and grow the actual game. But I know that's a it's a it's a stance that would take a lot of people standing up for that, as opposed to just trying to make as much money as they can for now before it all falls apart. But anyway, no need to get on a soapbox today. Uh, Max Homa. Wins in Africa, the the Nedbank Championship. Him and uh, him and JT went on a little safari, and then played in the Bake And Max Homo was the high the favorite in the field, and he won, including landing a what I believe is a two iron. Just he made an eagle late in the day, and he landed a two iron like I would hope to land like a seven iron, and. He made like a 20-foot putt and just kind of ran away with it. He was never really um, threatened a whole lot, and then he flies back. We'll get into the, the craziness that was the Netflix Cup in a minute, but he he flew from Africa after winning, was home for like 12 hours or something like that, and then flew from his house in Phoenix to Vegas for the, for the Netflix oh. Cup on
0: Tuesday night. Was he in it? I didn't watch it. Yeah, he it. Was, was in he? it. I
1: didn't watch so it. Was, so was JT. Yeah. It was J well, we'll get into that in a second. But he wins in Africa. Um, can only win in Africa and California, apparently. Yeah. Technically it is a major though. It's like an it's like a national open, so I
0: bet it is Panama. It's a major Red. for him.
1: <laughs> some uh, some stats from Kyle Porter to just put into perspective how well Homa's played this year, even though the wins don't so much as back it up. Um well, actually, the wins do back it up, but it doesn't, doesn't feel like he played as well as he did last, yeah. last year, basically. Uh, this is from DataGolf. So the top 10 in Data Golf since January 1st, Scotty obviously at 2.8 per round, Rory at 2.4 per round, Rahm at 2.3 per round, Cantley at 2.3 per round. That was surprising to me. Not a surprise. Hovland at 2.2. Also, Xander at 2.2. Which Cantlan hmm. and Xander are the two that kinda stuck yeah. out. Like I did not picture them playing that well this year. Morikawa at two which is also interesting. Like he same thing. We talked about it a couple of pods ago where he's actually had a good season, even though He went through like spurts. Like he started off but, cold. But like his data golf like consistently is yeah. always up there. It's just weird.
0: Just can't can't close the door.
1: hmm uh, Max Homa just behind him at one point nine. Hatton at 1.8, and Ricky at 1.7.
0: Ricky clawing
1: back. Yep. Yeah. And then wins, to, so similar, wins since 1-1. Worldwide wins. So both tours, even including Liv. Rom and Hovland, 8. Rory and Cam, 7. Scheffler and Homa, 6. Finau, Burns, Kepka, Cantlay, Tom Kim, 5. So is right up there
0: with... It's crazy. You're just listing the best guys in the world. <laughs> it's I wouldn't funny think, how that
1: works out. But I wouldn't think of now Burns, K- well, Kepka, Cantley, Tom Kim as like guys who have True. won a whole bunch True. this year. Um, And then Calport had one more stat that just, like, we know him in the Ryder Cup and it's just so crazy that he can't switch it over to majors just yet, but... Since 2019, Max Homa has entered the final round of a tournament inside the top three nine times, and he's won six of them.
0: That's a good. That's a good closing. So stat. he's
1: like, when he gets in the mix, he just wins.
0: Yeah, he likes the he likes the light.
1: Yeah. So those wins actually might be since one one 2020. Actually, that's not one one this year. Obviously, Rom did not win eight times Yeah, that's correct. correct. That's but anyway. Um, so good for Max Homa. JT actually played pretty well too for for two rounds at least.
0: He's he's turned it around since the Ryder Cup. We'll see. Well, a little before that, it, it, he had a couple. He just had. He was going to like the speed. Like he'd, he his birdies were still there. He just have a random triple every round. Yeah, he's not driving it quite as well as he was before.
1: So then Homa JT they get on a plane. They go from Africa to Vegas. Yesterday, like you said, you didn't watch it. I turned it on. Just to see what all is about. I kind of actually forgot about it. Yeah. I saw something on Twitter before I turned it on and it was like, did they just not advertise That's this what, this I month? feel like they advertised like,
0: it a month ago, but the week leading up to it, I didn't see a thing about and
1: it. And it was streaming on Netflix. Yeah. So it was like the first live stream yep. sporting event on Netflix. So it was four pro players and four F1 drivers. Yeah. Um, Morikawa had to drop out at the last minute. He had a back injury from working out or something. So Finau stepped in. So it was Homa, JT, Ricky, and Finau. Um, they did some cool stuff. It was, um, it was two, two full matches, two full nine-hole matches, and then the winners faced off in a closest to the pin to see who the overall oh, winner was. Um, so it was JT and his partner, his F1 driver, which I know nothing about F1, so I couldn't it tell you Carlos who they were.
0: Carlos Sainz?
1: Sounds right. It was against him. They were against Ricky. And then it was Homa and his partner against Fina and his partner. Um, They had Joel Damon on, like, the play-by-play, oh, which God. he's pretty solid. And then to kick it up a notch the on one of the on course the two on course reporters were marshawn lynch and burt Kirshner.
0: i was wondering why marshawn lynch was oh my all god over Twitter. it
1: was insane that is like, such a random i know marshawn lynch was doing the <coughs> sorry marshawn lynch was doing the flyover previews
0: oh my god And that, it's that, somewhat... that could have
1: been gold it could have been i mean it wasn't good but it was funny if nothing else <laughs> it, was it was funny and it was weird
0: <laughs> it was funny in a bad way
1: yeah and then uh, they had a they had a Squid Game hole. This was a part three, and they had actors in the Squid Game like soldiers yeah. gear mm-hmm. standing next to the tee box. And then they had the giant girl with the red yep. eyes, like next to the tee box, like a huge one. Like it had to be forty feet tall, and its head turned around. And you could, if you hit when she was looking at you, your shot didn't count. So you had to like time it, wait for her to turn around, and then hit your shot.
0: God, that is, what is it's happening? Just weird.
1: And then the whole time, the Vegas sphere is like yeah, doing all that, sorts of different shit. Yeah,
0: I heard the sphere won. The sphere won the show. Yeah, the sphere was uh, the second best part of the day for me. Could you imagine before the sphere was there? You'd be like, oh yeah, we have this prime golf course. It's almost a thousand dollars to play. You know what we're gonna do? Put this goofy ass sphere right at the end of the property. <laughs> yeah. It was it was weird.
1: They had lights out though, because they finished like the last. They finished the last hole of the one match in, under the lights. I seen and the then, last hole was under the lights. And then they did the uh, the closest to the yeah, pin. Yeah, I lights. seen that one. JT stuck to like um, eight feet or something. Yeah. Um. A couple things that were just not good. There was two matches on the course, and they missed JT closing out his match. Jeez. Like JT and them closed out Ricky with two holes to go. I think like on the seventh hole they closed him out and they didn't even show it. It was just like up oh, JT is I mean, that's his one is match.
0: That's Netflix's first attempt at a live broadcast.
1: Right. But what's funny is that could happen in
0: Yeah. Uh, that
1: could happen yeah. on normal broadcasts. So maybe there's just no good uh That wouldn't happen whatever in whatever you want to call it. Producers out there that can just handle golf. It's wouldn't, crazy. Wouldn't happen in the NFL. Um It was I don't know. It was funny. It was almost, it, it was borderline, like, shock value slash funny that kept me interested. But yeah. it wasn't good. And the thing I struggle with is I like all four of those guys. Yeah. Like, I'm either way on Ricky. I've kind of started liking him just because AJ likes him so much. But I like Finau, I like JT, and I love Max Homa. And somehow this broadcast, like, took away from Yeah. Me. Like, I didn't hear Max talking off. I didn't hear JT talking off. They do these stupid ride-along cameras, like in the golf yeah. carts, which is okay, but like they don't, they don't get enough of the good conversations mm-hmm. where like Phenix was telling a guy how to hit a shot, or Max is saying I'm gonna do this. And uh, the first hole was actually you hit a shot, and then the hole is a race.
0: Oh, is that? okay. So I've seen clips of that too, everyone like running up.
1: So the two guys hit the ball, then they run into the golf cart. They have to drive down a certain path, oh. and they have to finish the hole before the other guy. How were the F1 drivers? They were okay. The guy that played with Max actually had a really good swing. The guy that played with Finau was not good, and he took way too long. Like, he took, like, four practice swings on every shot. And he was probably nervous. He did hit a cold shank and almost hit someone. So that was cool. love that. Um, But all around, like, all three of them were decent. Like, they were hitting some decent drives. And um, they had some ridiculous clothes on. Like, it was, like, their F1 jerseys, like, with 18 million sponsors on them. Um, I actually saw a tweet from someone about that. It was, like, Dress golfers like this for all I care. If it, <laughs> if it takes away half the
0: commercials, that's true. Yeah. So that's one way to get your advertisement. Yeah. Um, what about the guy breaking the trophy?
1: Yeah. So uh, so, Homa Homa lost to Finau's team on the last hole. JT beat Ricky with two holes to go. So it was JT's team against Finau's team, in the closest to JT stuck it to like ten feet, and then. As they were celebrating, they both had a champagne bottle and he was holding this Netflix trophy. He was holding like a. like. Yeah, just
0: dropped it and actually broke it. Yeah. So. I just love because it shows him like, kind of like, ah, shit, what I do? And JT's just dying laughing. Yeah. Um.
1: Also, something about JT is like, JT's just money in these weird sort of events because he won the.
0: The match or whatever? He
1: won one of the matches. He won this. He played really well in the Slime Cup.
0: Oh, God just so weird what would you shit rather like watch another thing of this or like another match like what do you think was better
1: uh that i think it really depends who it is i don't ever need to see f1 drivers again i don't know
0: what like what are they, they need partnering?
1: to i'm fine if you get like regular guys that aren't that good so you can see how the That's pros measure up do. it's that yeah, get, be event,
0: just amateurs, just a nice... 10 you know what again. I would
1: love to see as a match? Do like a sweepstakes or something and do a tournament where you and three of your buddies do a four-man scramble, and you win the tournament, you go to regionals, and you win this sweepstakes. You play against like three pros. Yeah. So it's like the match is three pros and then some just dude group four-man yeah. scramble. I love that. That'd be awesome.
0: It's like pros versus Joes. Exactly. <laughs>
1: but... um. I think the worst part about it is the moment I enjoyed the most was the commercial for Full Swing season two.
0: Oh, with Joel Damon.
1: No, with Ricky Fowler.
0: Oh, was Ricky on it? I just where they asked him like because they
1: asked him about how people talk about his him doing so many commercials and maybe he should practice more, and he was basically just like, "Yeah, it's all bullshit." <laughs> And he swore like three times, and I was like, "I've literally never heard Ricky yeah. talk like that." That was the most enjoyable part of the whole thing. Yeah, and that's the worst part about it. It's if I enjoyed that commercial
0: Overall, more
1: than most of it. When I l- love three of the four golfers that are in it, that's a problem.
0: Like honestly, I haven't even like the matches are cool. The ones on TNT, it's yeah. still not something like I'm taking. I'm not going to set aside time to watch those. Like,
1: yeah, it's just the same. But at the same time, I think they would argue that it's not for us. It's not for true. The, it's not for the sicko golf fans, and it goes back to, what's his name? Uh, DJ Paya Noling up talks about this all the time. He's like, if they just stopped trying to grab the average dumbass viewer that'll watch anything, and they just focused on their true fans and the golf sickos, like, they might get more engagement and more, like, more people
0: that yeah, way. Yeah, I'm sure there's a whole team of people with teams of people behind them. You would think. Studying it. You would think. So, anyway. I'm just a doctor. Yeah.
1: Uh, other news uh, on the TGL front. The stadium blew over. Yeah. So, that was <laughs> the first thing. So, the SoFi Center Dome, where all this tech is, collapsed the other day. I got that from flushing it, which is a questionable live source, but whatever. Um, I they, don't know I, what was actually in there, though. Everything. Everything. Like well, it was already the, set up. Yeah, well, most of it. All the tech—they were still building stuff, but a lot of the tech and was still And all they in
0: had was—it was a metal frame and some.
1: Well, they said tarps. So flushing it initially said that it was possible that the start date of TGL was going to be delayed. They said supposedly is not affecting the start date now. None of the equipment was damaged and nobody was hurt. It was just the dome itself.
0: With enough money, nothing's delayed.
1: Yeah, true. Um... The rumor of LA Golf, I think I got this from the Shotgun Start or the Friday, one of the two, but the LA Golf team is going to be, we already knew Morikawa, it's going to be Thegala, Rose, and Fleetwood. Pretty solid team. And then the Atlanta team was announced, the Atlanta Drive, really fucking stupid name, JT, Cantley, Horschel, and Glover that team makes me feel absolutely nothing. Why does JT fit on that? <laughs> well JT's at least from went to Alabama and is like,
0: no, I'm just saying he's like the, like the oddball on that he's team. From the
1: area, but like and then they did some stupid promo where they said, "We had Maddie Ice, now we have Patty Ice." Jesus. Just really stupid shit. And every time they do something like that, it just makes me think of live and makes me Get sick. Get me out of here yeah, exactly. But Tigers in it, so I'm going to watch it. Is anyway. Charlie going to be in it? I he might uh his uh, high school team just won the state championship. You see
0: the team picture? He looks wow. like he's about twelve compared to all them. Well, I think he's only a f- freshman or a sophomore. But he
1: also took twenty fourth in the tournament. Like he's not like breaking down doors. He's doesn't got a great swing though. Yeah. Um, a couple NFL things before we move on to state of the game. Uh, the Bengals just really fucked me in my eliminator pool. I took them at home against the Texans. Is that your first loss? It's my first loss. Uh So this was like 125 people, 100 bucks a piece. So it's like, I think they take some to pay for it. So it's like 11 and a half grand or something to the winner. That'll do. And it's double elimination. Yeah, so you got one more. Before this week, there was only, I think, 23 or 20 people without a loss.
0: You just pick one team?
1: You just pick one team to win. You can't pick the same team twice. That's tough. Yeah. So I took Dallas pretty early in the year. AG was on Dallas this week, so I took the Bengals and not Who do you got good. this
0: week? Undecided? I'm gonna take
1: Dallas this or oh, Miami, yeah. sorry, Miami this week. Ooh. They're at home. I think they'll take care of uh the Raiders. The Raiders. Raiders are sneaky, but I don't think they have the quarterback play to beat the Dolphins. They're
0: they're getting behind Nate O'Connell.
1: Yeah. But anyway, so to that effect, Nate Tice from the Athletic the Texans had 17 explosive plays, which is plays of 20 yards or more against the Bengals. That's the fourth most in any game since 2000. Jesus. So, some injuries on the Bengals defense and T Higgins not playing, they just could not stop.
0: Bengals are just an oddball this year. They're
1: a weird team, man. They beat the Niners like pretty easily. There was
0: flashes of the Bengals in their Super four streak. Team. Yeah, in their four streak win, but then there's like like last week like mm-hmm what's going on
1: no idea just pick a direction yeah right? like it, it's in the Quit end teasing me in the end it's the nfl and anybody can beat anybody but you just the difference
0: between these teams is percent. yeah
1: um the the bears gonna just they're gonna do bears things they traded for montez sweat from the commanders last week i just thought this was funny i, I got this from damn it I'm gonna, i forgot who i got it from but anyway They traded for Montez Sweat. They gave up. So originally, they traded away Khalil Mack a couple years ago when he went to the Chargers. uh, He was on the Raiders, went to the Bears, then he went to the Chargers. Yeah. Traded away Mack for a second-round pick. They then traded a better second-round pick for Montez Sweat. They're paying Sweat and his new contract $24.5 million a year. Mack makes $23.5 million a year. So they could have literally just kept Mac this whole yeah. time and paid him a million dollars
0: less per year, and Mac's a better player than Sweat. So he also had no sacks last week, so that's good for him. Well, yeah, the Lions' offensive line is stupid. I said no, I meant Sweat. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. he's not Cl- a, Khalil Mack and Bosa, Bosa went like, against Sewell and had zero pressures against him. Yeah, they had. They were just. I think
1: uh, there was a video of Sewell going into the locker mm-hmm. room and he was like, I'm, "I was just a man against boys yeah, today." That's,
0: that man is just a leader. Yeah. His pregame speeches make him want to run so, through a yeah, wall. they're so good. I might get out there.
1: Um, Lions obviously win in exciting fashion yet again. Um,
0: Neither defense could stop a paper bag in the wind.
1: The Lions gave up five straight touchdowns to end the yeah. game and still won. Yeah. That's crazy. Um,
0: I think Ben Johnson was just doing like a, a random play call, just like holding his finger on the sheet. Yeah, he said that was one of there. his
1: funnest games because anything he called was working. Even the... Did you see that the seventy-five yard touchdown wasn't on the right
0: play? If you rewatch it, you can. hear It was the
1: wrong personnel on the field. personnel for that pass play, so he switched to a run and they score yeah. a seventy-five yard touchdown.
0: Oh, Goff called the audible. Right, right.
1: Um, they show
0: that play in St. Brown. You can literally. So I watched the sight and sounds there, You can literally hear him he like say, "He's like was. what?" <laughs>
1: uh some other cool news about the Lions. Uh, Justin Rogers reporting that uh, for months now, NFL Films has been following around. Ross, St. Brown, and they're being told by multiple sources that this is for the unannounced sequel to the quarterback docuseries. series. what it we be called. If it's just like wide receiver, <laughs> that's going to be dumb. But what I feel else like, would it be called? Wide out? Just, yeah, I feel like they just lean into it at this point.
0: But, but they're um, also filming another quarterback season because I heard wasn't Stafford going to be on the next one or something? Maybe they'll just drop a couple at once. I don't know. Just
1: every position? Right. Um... What else of oh, the Lions? Big Bruce, game this week. Bruce uh, Irv- oh, Bru- Irving? Bruce Irving. 36 year old Bruce Irving is a pass rusher. I, but, some
0: might say just entering his prime yeah. of old age. They also
1: ent- signed a um, veteran offensive lineman who went to Michigan, Schofield, and then a corner. Yeah, a they did
0: put Vitae on the IR. Yeah. So he's. Pretty much done for the year. They still have the same injury as last year. Well, it's only four years, but he's also in
1: the last year of his contract, which means he's gone. So they're going to re-up, probably Jackson. Or he wants no money, like a cheap contract. Yeah, but I feel like somebody will throw more than we're going to be willing to give him because yeah. he's not going to be a starter. Because they're going to, they're probably going to sign Glasgow. They're probably going to draft somebody. Probably going to extend Jonah, are in that spot. Probably going to extend Jonah Jackson. They might even extend Sewell. Who there's knows? a lot of
0: contracts up this year.
1: Yeah, St. Brown. Uh, golf. they're not going to have golf play on the last year of his contract, so they're probably going to extend him. What so, are you willing to pay him? Uh, I really hope it's not
0: $40. Is that, it, what they, that was just, they said, like what was the one I just seen? It was like 218
1: I saw a 210, 210 over 10, five years. Two times, that was $210. But that's, what, what is that, 40, 442 a year? Is that what that is? That's too much. That's what the market is right now, but
0: if yeah, he was he's earning a, it.
1: He is, but he's not... Like, if we don't have a top three offensive line in football, he's not that. So, like, unless you're committed to doing that, like, he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Lamar Jackson who can do it on his own. We'll see. That's too much. If I was going to say, like, if they could somehow sign a deal, like, it, maybe with a, a bunch of loaded guaranteed money, like, if you can pay him, like, 35 a year, but, like, guarantee, like, 90% of the contract or something like that. Like, maybe he would take it. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so, let's get to the picks. Before we do, though, make sure, remember, this episode is brought to you by Magic Mind. Check out magicmind.com backslash keepitunder. Use the code keepit20 for 20% off your first order. And you can combine that with uh, some of their subscription offers to get over 50% off on a subscription of your own supply of Magic Mind. I'm gonna get some for uh for Sunday. Probably for the Lions game on Sunday. I gotta it. be focused. A lot of focus. A lot of energy. It. Let's get to time to lose some money. Um AJ is dead, but he still <laughs> sent in his picks. So on our college pick 'em. I am now I went three and four last week. I am now thirty five, twenty nine and one on the year. AJ is 30, 32 and three. So all around not bad. We're uh Taking that many games every week, it's actually crazy surprising that we are uh, have a positive record so far. So, uh, a couple notable things we talked about the under in the Iowa game last week was 27 and a half. Please tell me that the under hit the under hit, Jesus. it was 22 to nothing. Oh my god, so keep an eye on that this week. Uh, UConn, that had a crazy weird bets and uh, money shift. They lost by about a billion, so they did not cover the 24 and a half. Uh, Jimbo Fisher got fired at Texas A&M. His contract goes until 2031. Yeah, they
0: have to pay him like $8 million a year. For, yeah. well, they have to pay him so, like $30 million this year. So
1: he gets paid $26,000 a day through 2031 to not coach Texas A&M. That's just A&M. absurd. So he makes about 000, or $8.6K per sleep, basically. He just goes that's to that's sleep disgusting. and makes nine grand. That's disgusting. That's how messed up college football is, those guaranteed contracts to the coaches. Bunch of perverts. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go with my picks first. I'm going to go with Washington State at home. I don't like betting against Prime. I love me some Dion, but I'm going to go Washington State at home. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I got seven plays. Washington State at home minus four and a half, 32% of the bets, 63% of the money. I'm going to go Penn State to bounce back after the loss to Michigan, minus 20.5 at home against Rutgers, 21% of the bets, 45% of the money. I'm going to go ECU at Navy, Eastern Carolina, plus 2.5 at Navy, 35% of the bets, 70% of the money. Uh, UMass at Liberty, this is another one of those weird games, so you can chalk this up as a loss probably for a billion-point dollars 1000000000 loss. UMass at Liberty, plus 27.5. Eighteen percent of the bets, but ninety-four percent of the money. Wyoming minus thirteen and a half at home against Hawaii. Thirty-seven percent of the bets, seventy-seven percent of the money. Uh, Louisiana at Troy plus sixteen and a half. Twenty-five percent of the bets, sixty-nine percent of the money. Yeah. And then I'm going to go. Clems- I'm going to go UNC, who's struggled the past couple of weeks. I'm going to go them plus seven at Clemson, who has been rolling. of the bets, 81% of the money. Uh, AJ only has five plays this week. He's got some totals. He's going to go USF and UTSA over 66.5. He's going to go Louisville plus one. I'm assuming that's Louisville, not Louisiana. Uh, SMU Memphis over 64.5. Utah plus one. In Kansas State, Kansas, over 57 and a half. He pulled these together. What well, I'm assuming, he can only be either drunk in a bathtub or upside down in bed, drunk as shit, or at the bar, even worse. So take AJ's picks with a grain of salt. Uh, NFL plays. I'll give mine, and then if you got picks, you can throw them oh, out there. yeah, I got five plays. I went four and... Uh, I don't think I went four and three. I think I went three and four. No, I did. I went three and four last week. Four and three last week. I'm now 26, 27, and one in the NFL on the year. I don't really like any of these bets, which is why I'm confident they're gonna win. I'm taking Cincinnati tonight, plus the three and a half. Hopefully Joe Burrow is not actually hurt, but I feel like everybody's gonna be on Baltimore, so I'll take the three and a half. Cincinnati's one of those up-down teams, so I'm gonna go with that. Dallas at Carolina, minus ten and a half. Carolina. Looks like they're in full tank mode. Frank Reich is taking over the play calling again, so maybe they get a little bit of a boost. But the way Dallas's defense is playing and the way their offense is playing against Carolina's defense, like... And Dak
0: Prescott's so good. Yeah, Ugh. I hate Dak Prescott. Anyway,
1: they're minus 10.5. I'm going to take them. I don't know what the hell is wrong with Buffalo, but I'm going to take the Jets at plus 7 because the way Buffalo's offense has been playing against that Jets defense... I'll take the Jets' running game against a bad Buffalo defense to be able to keep it close,
0: kind of like Denver just did on Monday night. They just fired their OC, though.
1: Right. I don't know what that means. Give it
0: Allen his legs back.
1: Maybe they get a boost, but their defense is so bad. Uh, And then I'm going to take Denver. The resurgent Denver Broncos, minus 2.5 against the fighting Josh Dobbs Vikings. And then my Dick Rambone dip of the week. San Francisco to minus 1.5. This is a three-teamer. To minus one and a half against Tampa Bay. Dallas to minus a half. And the Lions to plus one and a half at home against the Bears. Tell me how that loses.
0: And then watch me lose all three. (laughs) Better not be the Lions leg. They might win by one to lose that one. They better not. uh, I'm going to take the Ravens money line in the under. 46 and a half. I could see that. And then we're going to do the Lions to cover. The t- what is it now? Seven and a half. Oof. And I'm, uh, I'm gonna stay away from the points because I don't know if the Bears are gonna score anything. Justin Fields is coming back. He Which, we might kill him. Right. Um. The only I'm thing also, that
1: scares me with them is like this is like division. Oh, divi- it's it's division, but it's put up or shut up time for Justin Fields because like if he doesn't play good the rest of the season, like he's out of a
0: job. It's not gonna matter. I don't. Our defense last week was a fluke. I think is. Sucks that it happened twice this year, but I I don't think last week showed our defense. Hopefully this is the week that pops and they get, like, five sacks. Yeah. But, anyway. And then I'm going to I'm gonna take the Chiefs minus two and a half. I like that, too. I'm probably going to bet that for sure. I think Taylor, everyone in Taylor's the world. Taylor's in the building. Take Kelsey oh, for shit, over all the yardage.
1: Right, yep, that's a good point.
0: Three touchdowns. <laughs> is it their home or are they on the road? They're home. And apparently, uh, Taylor Swift's family is coming to meet the Kelseys. Oh God! So he might go off for three hundred. Just so, let him take so the many, sign. so many good tweets of like reading that Taylor
1: Swift's parents are going to meet Kelsey's parents, and it's just like, like I saw the one it was uh, Ben Stiller at the end of Dodgeball, where he's all fat and he's sitting on a <laughs> bed. Or no, it's Anchorman when he's when he gets fired yeah. and he's got the beard and he's eating a chicken wing. And then he goes, raw, and he throws the chicken wing <laughs> at the TV. That's like everyone reading that Taylor Swift and her parents are going to be at the game. But anyway, that's be, all I got. There's some, It's going to be a good weekend of football. Hopefully. Two uh, two Lions games in the next seven days. Yeah, I don't like that, but. I like that. We're, the juice of Thanksgiving in the home game plus the ten days off after will get them through. They'll be fine. Yeah. And they're playing the Packers,
0: who are just ready to be done with the year. We win the next, I think it's, we win the next three. It's playoff l- locked.
1: I believe so. Or that would lock up the division, I think, if they win the next three. Because that, that would include, That would lock up a playoff. I think that would include a win
0: over Minnesota.
1: No, they don't play Minnesota no, until week 16. 15. 15? It's 15 and 17, and then 16 is Dallas. I thought
0: there was 18 weeks. 17. No, there's 18. Oh, there's 18 weeks. So it's 16, 16 and 18. 16
1: and 18, then. Week 16 nine games. Got it. All right. Well, that's all I got look forward to hopefully AJ being alive and uh, getting his uh his life together yeah his magic mind feedback and we'll have some uh some good Thanksgiving episodes coming up we always like to do a nice Thanksgiving feast episode and uh, get ready for some football so talk to everybody next week and as always keep it under a hundred
0: When you grab all your buds and you about to hit the links, when you take out a club and you bout to hit a swing, what you gon' do? Shit, what you mean? Keep it under, keep it under under hundred, 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 we keep it under a hundred.